Hey guys, welcome to the Simplify Your Life podcast. It's Coach Simona and I'm glad you decided to tune in. What's up everyone? In today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about how to stop checking your phone before going to bed. And I will share with you 8 things that you can do to make sure you'll get a restful sleep. Now let's jump right into it. Alright guys, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I picked up a new habit during this quarantine. I started spending more time on my phone than I usually do. Ranging from googling all kinds of things, to writing down ideas for my business, from replying to YouTube comments, to watching videos for hours. What truly bothered me was the fact that, before I knew it, I became overwhelmed by all the things I wanted to read, watch, write, and download on my phone. It turned into an addiction that I realized was not only impacting my mental health, but also my quality of sleep. So I had to break it. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you all the things I've tried, what worked for me and what didn't, so that you can try them out for yourself and see what helps you out. My first tip is to turn monochrome mode on. This is essentially to turn your phone black and white, so it starts to appear less appealing to you until you feel so bored of it that you don't even want to look at it. Imagine that. How much easier will it get to not scroll endlessly on Instagram if those beautiful, vibrant pictures are all black and white? Or what about watching videos? For me personally, this wasn't enough since I was craving information. But I know a lot of people who reduce their time on their phone dramatically after simply turning the monochrome mode on. So I suggest you give it a try and see if it works for you. Just Google monochrome mode for iPhone or Android and follow the instructions on how to set it up. My second tip is to use the downtime setting on your phone. Setting up downtime is essentially a way to control how much time you spend on your phone per day and which hours are off limits. If you have an iPhone, here's what you do. Go to your settings, click screen time, then click downtime and customize which hours of the day you'd like to block certain apps on your phone. Every time you try to open them during these hours, you will receive a message. This will remind you of your commitment to spend less time on your phone. And it will also increase the friction to open these apps. And if you're an Android user, go to Digital Wellbeing and Parental Controls and set a daily limit. Or use Focus Mode to pause distracting apps. Tip number three is to set a bedtime on your phone. Here's the difference between downtime and bedtime. Downtime is all about customizing which apps are no longer available to look at in the evenings while bedtime is about setting a reminder to go to bed at a certain time and wake up at the same time every morning. The whole idea is to set a healthy routine for yourself and get notifications every evening before you go to bed to wind down and relax. If you have an iPhone, just go to your clock app and click on bedtime. Select your schedule and track it in time to see how many hours of sleep you get each day. Android also has a bedtime mode previously known as wind-down mode, so you can do the same there as well. If you're having problems with being on your phone too much throughout the day and you want to do a 24-hour dopamine detox, check out episode 94 where I shared my experience of spending one day without technology and how you can do it too. My fourth tip is to try out the Sleep Town app. If you like gamification and you would still like to keep your phone in the bedroom, There is a great app that costs a few dollars, but is highly effective at blocking you from looking at your phone. 
What Sleep Town does is it helps you build healthy sleep habits similar to bedtime, with one added bonus. While you're sleeping, you're building virtual houses. And if you reach for your phone before the time you're supposed to get up, you will stop the construction and lose all the good work you've already done. So if you like games and you like hitting goals, I think this one will help you. It's all about being consistent, having consecutive days of going to bed and getting up at the same time, and building virtual houses as a reward. The app allows you to take two days off, so for me, that will be Saturday and Sunday. What you can also do is connect with friends and family and keep each other accountable. Are you enjoying this episode so far? If that's the case, you will love my new book, 111 Ways to Simplify Your Life, where I share with you 111 ways to unplug, recharge, declutter, become more mindful, and find out who you were before everyone else told you who you should be. Get your copy now at coachsimona.com book. Now back to the episode. Tip number five is to substitute looking at your phone with a healthier habit. Looking at your phone before going to bed is a habit. And like every habit, you need to overcome the initial resistance and push through until you break it. So to make it even easier, I suggest you think of something else you could do one hour before you go to bed. For example, you could read a book, or maybe meditate, or enjoy a long relaxing bath, do your skincare routine, journal a little bit, make yourself a cup of chamomile tea, find a non-stimulating habit that's going to help you wind down and feel ready to go to bed. You don't have to go cold turkey. You can try not looking at your phone 15 minutes before you go to bed and do something else with that time. Then you can gradually move on to 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 1 hour or even 2 hours if you can. The less time you spend on your phone before going to bed, the less alert you will be and the better sleep you'll have throughout the night. If you're not sleeping well due to having nightmares, check out episode 29 on how to go back to sleep after a nightmare. I will link it below. Tip number six is to put your phone in the farthest corner of the room. If you use your phone as an alarm clock and you don't want to part ways with it, although in the next two tips I'm going to suggest some alternatives, put it in the farthest corner of the room and leave it there. When you want to look at your phone, you'll have to physically get out of bed. There is also an added benefit here. When you wake up in the morning, you won't be able to hit the snooze button. You'll have to actually get up and stop the alarm. Trust me, it works like a charm. My seventh tip is to leave your phone in another room. Here's the deal. Your phone needs charging, right? So why not turn it into a ritual? One hour before you go to sleep, you go to your bedroom and leave your phone to charge in the living room. While you sleep, it sleeps too. This will actually increase the friction to look at your phone before going to bed, and it will also help you slip into your new healthy habit of doing something else, instead of binging videos or scrolling on Instagram. Now, before we get into my eighth tip, here is my question of the day. What have you already tried to stop checking your phone before going to bed? Let me know in the comments below. As with anything else, what didn't work out for you may work out for someone else and vice versa. Tip number eight is to use an alarm clock or another device to wake up in the morning. One of the reasons I got into the habit of looking at my phone before going to bed is because during quarantine, my sleep schedule got a little bit messy. I started working late, getting up later than usual and spending a lot more time entertaining myself as I craved human connection, especially in the beginning. Now, here's what using an actual alarm will do for you. 
you will no longer have a legit excuse to keep your phone in the bedroom. What if there is an emergency? What if someone needs your help? Then put your phone on do not disturb mode and let only one or two numbers get through to you during the night. You can still get your phone outside of the room or at the farthest corner of the room. If it's an emergency, you will hear it. My personal opinion is that you need your couple of hours of sleep every night, so I would put my phone on airplane mode every night. But your situation may be different, so decide what's best for you. Now, as far as getting an actual alarm clock, imagine how better your mornings will be when you wake up and you can actually spend a few silent moments with yourself before you get bombarded with the news, email notifications, or messages. If you use an app to meditate in the morning, such as Headspace, and you want to continue with that habit right after you wake up, I suggest using a tablet. Install only the app you're gonna use. That will keep you from checking your emails or binging videos. And it will also remind you to stick to that habit of meditating every day, which I've actually done in the past 1,300 days straight. So if you want to learn more on how to build that habit and what the actual benefits of meditation are, check out episode 55 next. I will link it below. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please like it. And subscribe to my channel if you don't want to miss out on my weekly podcast episodes. I love you guys and I'll talk to you in the next one.